On today's episode of Solana Made Easy, we covered the entirety of the show on NFT Inspect's social tool that manages social engagement across Twitter for a variety of different personalities, ranging from analysts, thought leaders, shit posters, and everything in between. In addition to this, we had a lot of varying opinions on things that they could improve on, where they felt that there was value adds, even some takes on how people utilize it to benefit in the trading aspect. We also were blessed to have Neutrality, the creator of NFT Inspect, up on stage with us through the entirety of today's call, discussing the logistics behind it, how it actually functions, and helping us provide any further clarity on any miscommunications around the application. As always, you can catch the show live Monday to Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter or tune into the Spotify and Apple podcast show NFTs Made Easy with the title of each episode, Solana Made Easy. But let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Solana ecosystem? I know we're all down, down bad, but it's great to see everybody still tuning in. We got a lot to cover today. Shout out all the listeners rocking with us as always and the delightful speakers that continue to pull up. If you're new here, Solana Made Easy, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time, talking about everything that's going on in the market, what's moving, where we're all inevitably losing money at the moment. I won't even mention making money because it doesn't seem like it's a feasible option right now. But Solana never sleeps. We got a lot to cover. I'm excited to have some of the conversations today. But before we dive into the topics, Frisk, Running man, how are you? How's it going, easy? Um, yeah, um, I haven't made a try today, so um, I got the um, easy eat alarm clock treatment about an hour ago. So, um, we, we went to sleep instead. I was gonna say, um, bro, if I, I don't mean, see got... you in the Discord an hour before the show, <laughs> I gotta hit you up. I'm like, this, this you're sleeping for sure, bro. You you know my routine better than my, my fucking family, bro. Yeah, so yeah, um, appreciate that. Um, I mean, we must be damn bad. If we're um, minting projects from Ramo and um, the Reptilian Rugger, if, they, if they're the new, um, the new projects on the scene, we must be down bad today. Um, not much movement at all. Not a lot of movement. Not a lot going on, to be fair. There's I'm been a couple small things. Week. We saw a nice little like predictors yeah. project get some legs, I think we can talk about. Yeah. But uh, there's some other things, man, that I definitely want to cover and dive into here. I know we got a, a lot on the timeline and neutrality pulled up. I'm excited to dive into some of the conversation around NFT inspect, what people think of the platform, pros, cons, how people are kind of navigating it. Cause man, the timeline's electric. Seems like a lot of people think that uh, there's a little bit too much focus on your inspect ranking and not as much focus on providing value to the community. So we'll dive into it here in a minute, but Frisk, how you doing? You know, it's like things are bleak, but we, we, we always find ways to keep ourselves busy in this market, which is what I love so much about the ecosystem is that things can't really tear us down too much. Uh, I am pissed about predictors because I had whitelist and I didn't even know I did, which is really frustrating, but it is what it is. Um, the only play I made recently is I picked up a bag of dust last night um, and I'm going to be probably holding on to that until I have a better gouge on what it is that I want to do with it. Um, but uh, I, I, I think that I, I'm willing to at least bet a little bit more on, on the D-Gods team and where I think that dust is going to be going in the future. So yeah, I felt like, what is seventy? I think it's what I bought it at. I, I don't see any reason why I won't do the 2X. Yeah, I'm in the same boat here. I'm looking a lot at dust. I think I'm holding like 3,500 dust. Uh, a little bit more than you need for a Utes whitelist here, but the only way I'm going to get more exposure to uh, the Frank and D-Gods ecosystem at the moment. But man, I know the timeline was buzzing today. Definitely want to hear some thoughts and opinions on this. 
seems like there was a lot of feedback around people who care greatly about their top 100 NFT inspect ranking, how they feel about it. I know we have some people up on stage who uh, may or may not have had that ranking in their bio, but I'm curious what people think about that social sentiment. I know me personally, I got some flack for putting NFTs in the background of my PFP and uh, caught a little bit of heat for still trying to get on the website. And ultimately, I uh, took them out because I was sitting there thinking like, what value add am I getting from this directly? Why am I staring at this? And why do I care what people genuinely think? And now I'm back to just tweeting about the market. I do want to pass it down to Neutrality. It is his baby. What's going on? It is my baby. Thanks, CZ, for having me on. Yeah, I want to make sure that uh, we focus the conversation because Inspect does a lot of different things. We've got it. Uh, collection rankings, collection health. We've got an extension that helps people to find and connect with communities. And I, I think what people are generally talking about here are the profile. Um, Specifically profiles, rankings. yes. That is what um, good clarity there. Yeah, thanks. And the other side of this that I just wanted to call out for people is that uh, a lot of times when these discussions come up, there's this assumption that there's some algorithm that inspect controls um, and that we are in some ways governing what is important and what shows up on Twitter.com. And unfortunately, this is not true that, you know, all we are doing is reporting what actually appears in people's timelines. And what actually appears in people's timelines is unfortunately in the control of the, the Twitter engineers and the Twitter product managers. So I guess, you know, I'd really love to hear the feedback from the group. You know, there's some really spicy topics and we should get into them. But I just want to make sure that people really understand, A, this isn't the totality of Inspect that we're talking about. And B, generally speaking, a lot of the complaints that we hear from people are actually flaws in Twitter, not flaws in our product. And I want to get into that. 100%. And I mean, dude, shout out to you pulling up and being open to hearing the dialogue on it. I do appreciate you giving some clarity on the fact it does seem like it's more so the Twitter algo because that is what the app's based around, specifically for the profile pages. But I'm very excited to hear some uh, some people's opinions and takes on what they think about it. Uh, I want to pass it first over to Running Man and I'll have a few of these other hands. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not majorly, majorly concerned in my, you know, engagement. I mean, I could probably stream a load of stuff and probably 800k followers if I stream trading content all day. Like, um, I'd rather spend time in communities in Discords on the ground floor because, I mean, I'm, you know, the crypto Twitter doesn't like Discords, you know, doesn't like this and that. They're reflective of about, like, 2% of the opinion of the population, in my opinion. They live, it's a separate bubble, and there's, you know, there's a lot of these bubbles in the ecosystem. But for them to think that, you know, crypto, to think that I'm right in this assumption is wrong. You know, there's, there's the massive communities on Telegram. And you know, the, the, you know, systems like that. Um, I mean, I'm of, I'm of the mind. Are these people? These people. It's sort of like for, for an influencer on Inspect. It's like an hamster's wheel that they can't really jump out of. It's like a way of life. You know, even even when content. You know, it's it's all about engagement. It's completely. You know, I, I, I question whether some of them actually buy and sell NFTs. Robert, you know, they spend 100 percent time in the space. I mean, I'll go on to neutrality. You're talking to me about NFT inspect. I wasn't aware you even did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So maybe you should try and push that end more because like this, this conversation is about PFPs and is about influencer class based on an NFT space. You know, and how they can manipulate the market, manipulate mints, and you know, manipulate communities at the end of the day. So yeah, this this conversation will be on about this will be about engagement and how it affects the communities based on Solana marketing. Yeah, and running man, I think you kind of emphasize something there too. It, it this is primarily around the profile section, 
where we do see a lot more of the engagement farming tactics. It has that competition-like feel to it where people want to see their rank go up, which is just inherent to, in my opinion, like human psychology. Like People want to see themselves doing better. They view things as competitions when there's numbers attached to them. And I think that's playing into it. And it almost seems like in this down market, it's a lot more of a conversation and topic about where people are spending their time versus if price was going up of everything, no one would give a shit. It's just kind of like the sad reality of it. Neutrality, what's going on? And then we're going to hit Manny and Mark and JS. Yeah, it's funny. I hear connect two different things and sometimes they're contradictory. I hear, especially from a lot of influencers, that the inspect ranks don't matter. They don't care about them. They're not important. They're irrelevant. (laughs) You know, I tend to agree with, you know, what we're showing on the profile page is simply, like I said, how often people show in the, the rankings. But simultaneously, there's this position that uh, this is responsible for the downfall. The bear market is on our shoulders. The competition is driving people nuts. And so it's possible we're talking about very different groups of people. But I want to just be like clear on the discussion. Which one are we talking about? Are we talking about the people who give a shit about it or the people who don't? Because I think now, that's a really helpful clarification. Yes. Yes. Now, I mean, the bear market down to a million different factors, external worldwide factors, is why the bear, you know, the bear market in the crypto industry, not not because of NFT inspect. Also, as well, in terms of volume, um, we've set ourselves up on an high royalty model for a lot of projects that have basically sucked and minted huge amounts of um, volume out of the market and took it out of the ecosystem. So that hasn't helped either. Um, yeah, I mean, for, for, for influencers, do we spend any amount of time in for engagement for them to say they don't care about the inspect rating? I completely do not agree with. And they, uh, the, 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 it, it, it seems to me like I'm basically addicted to the, their engagement, to, the, to their writing. Like, yeah, I, the, I'll, I, I'll be the first to say it, man. Yeah. When I attached it and started looking at rankings and stuff, it does like play into it. I was found myself yeah. looking at the website a lot more than I probably should have. And ever since taking off those like background PFPs and not being on the page directly, I almost feel like a little bit of clarity myself. Like I don't worry about it and I really don't give a shit what I tweet. Like I just tweet my own thoughts and takes again. It's yeah, almost like a nice a, change of pace. <laughs> 100%. Unless you made a stone, eventually these dudes are going to lose their minds at this. I'm telling you, because this is just unsustainable. You can't sustain your, in, this inspect writing on a daily basis into the foreseeable future. You will lose your mind, I guarantee you. Yeah, I think there's certainly, uh, I mean, dude, if we haven't already lost our minds, we're down 95% It's still yeah. showing up every day. Like, yeah. we're all insane. There's no arguing that at any point, you know? But uh, this is just another layer of it. So, Manny, what's going on? Then we're going to hit Mark, JS, and wrap it around here. Yeah, so um, my take is everybody made this like their identity, right? Like what their ranking is. And I think everybody is just trying to leech off of Alex until they become the number one influencer, right? In his eyes, right? Like we're not his friend. We're just trying to leech off of him. But the biggest thing is, is I use it as uh, data points for collections, right? So when I click on the collections tab, I look at unique PFPs and then I rank that from top down. And then I look at, collections from 400 to 500 700 and a thousand plus and anything over a thousand is the local top in unique pfps so i use it for that i don't fucking tweet anything of value like you know what i'm saying like i don't have any hot takes or really anything that i think is important enough for me to track it like i don't want to make this my career where i like am an advisor or i like dump on people because i got a ton of whitelists so 
I'm not really that interested in it. I'm just kind of here for the vibes, but I like the the unique PFP count because then you can start if you backtest all of the data and you look at the floor price compared to how many unique PFPs there are on Twitter, there's a trend there. Oh, dude. I mean, we talk about it almost every day that the social sentiment is probably the biggest thing for NFTs because you build this community. And when you start to see the same PFP or even different iterations of that PFP, you, you develop an interest in that project just because it's in your face all the time. And I think that's a huge part of this. The data from that is awesome. That's one thing that I very I do look at from like new mints, new collections. When OK Bears kicked off, looking at the transition from what PFPs people were leaving to the bears was a huge signal for why it got a lot more traction. A lot of people that I don't engage with, don't interact with, were interacting with OK Bears PFPs and even changing them. So it shows that even outside of my own echo chamber and bubble, where some of that movement is. And in a bear, man, a lot of the projects that are doing well are because they're in your face and from a social standpoint are tweeting a lot, are engaging a lot, are on social media where everybody is spending 95% of their time in this downtrend. But I wanted to pass it over to Mark. Mark, what's going on? Yo, what's up, Easy? So um, I just wanted to say, to add to what Neutrality said, um, inspect. It's not just about the profile ranking. Um, it has other things, just like Manny just said. And also, uh, the profile ranking is more like a, a game leaderboard. You can play it if you want to. And if not, you shouldn't. So like, don't give people shit if they're trying to engage with farm to increase their rankings and there's no reward for that you know but it, it just it comes with the fun of it um that's just it also um if people keep engagement farming with a particular pfp and you keep seeing it i think that helps the projects for example if the sap issues were in uh, solana for example and doing what they are doing i think they will be doing better on the solana ecosystem because we see them a lot even though they're not on the solar ecosystem yeah that's it Oh, absolutely. And I do like that little cross-chain aspect it has where we can see the ETH side of things. I think there's a lot of good metrics on that. Uh, I, I do like that you kind of mentioned too, if the Sappy Seals were on Soul, they would be doing much better. The floor price would be much higher. Uh, I completely agree, Mark. Absolutely beautiful take on that one. Let's pass it down to JS. JS, what's going on? What's up, Easy? Um, for anybody who thinks that NFT inspect has led to like the illiquidity in the Soul market, it's the other way around. It's just that people aren't making money. In fact, we're just losing so much fucking money and everything's sinking that we're like, okay, we need something else to pay attention to. How can I feel good about myself? It's like, oh shit, NFT Inspect is, way, is a way to see my social outreach. And somebody said it, it's a game. So, you know, you got to win at something. And when everyone's losing, you know, it's just another aspect to kind of say, hey, this is a positive I can kind of bring to my life. I think everyone is very psychologically motivated as much as they may not seem to be. Um, but I, I do think it makes sense that, hey, no, um, I, you know. I've, I've heard twice now that, that, that this is a game that people are playing just for no reward. Oh, it's basically, right, the end goal is influence with web, to either capture web-free jobs, the ability to manipulate marketplaces for some people, and a million ops and free money to pump them in is basically what your NFT, top in, in, in NFT writing can gain you. So um, I'd just like to say, you know, there's no prizes. Um, this, this is a million, um, a million, millions of prizes, in my opinion. Um, I'm a trader. So, you know, in regards to markets, you can't pull the wool out of my eyes. Um, I see markets being manipulated by influencers daily and weekly and mints as well. So, yeah. It's sadly an inevitable thing when there is a large following. I mean, shit, you look at people on any other social media channel doing un undisclosed promos and other things. It's... The sad reality of social media is it's we're hyperactive on it. It's an instant gratification, instant communication. 
So until there's, I don't want to call it, I guess, legalities that are in play that could potentially ruin somebody, we're going to keep seeing it. I don't expect it to really change majorly. But Benny, what's going on? Then we're going to hit Sweeper and Frisk. Yo, what's going on, Easy? Um, I just wanted to first off say that I think NFT Inspect does a lot of great things for Web3 um, with regards to social intelligence and the insights. Um, but if we think back to like uh, April, May, I think there was this kind of narrative to push to become like, um, I think it continued on into June, July, but to be atop the like profile ranking features. Um, even Sweeper gets caught up in it, Emark, of course. Um, and I think it sometimes distracts us from like being productive. And you like, like you say, we're insane for sitting in spaces all day. Um, I think there's a lot of different things that we could be potentially doing to help further the space. But I guess what the positive thing out of that is like the community is strong at the base. Yeah, and I think the benefit of a lot of this data, though, is that community aspect. And that's that's where I think you can find productive metrics here and actually kind of make actionable data to drive results. It's just tough when, like, at the end of the day, as creatures of habit and as human beings, we tend to still focus on ourselves. And that individual profile page is the one that you actually can quite literally see where you're ranking amongst the frequent faces on social media. But I want to pass it over to Alpha saying, saying what's going on. Yeah, no, I think NFT Inspect uh, makes us live in a silo, uh, which is just um, isolating us into Twitter. Um, and Twitter is not the only engagement that NFT does. Uh, you could go on Instagram, on TikTok, um, and there are other influencers out there. And I haven't seen a platform for that. So we live in this utopia, which is NFT Inspect. I wake up every day and see my ranking, and it makes me feel good. Um <laughs> But I think that's why we come back to it, because um, we have a place in the space. But in the real world, in the other, uh, let's say, metaverses of social media, uh, social media, there is no ranking. So that's why we're not going on there as frequently. No, I think you actually said the perfect thing that plays into 99% of people's minds here. You see your ranking and it makes you feel good. That's, uh, that's quite literally the, the primary value of that individual kind of component. And when you see your ranking going up, you feel better. Uh, and I think a lot of people really do play into that. So it's, it's a tough kind of fine line, uh, especially with to a lot of people's point here. There isn't really an end goal for it. You're not winning a prize, and that becomes a little bit tougher to figure out what the value add is directly. But I want to pass it over to Sweeper. Sweeper, what's going on? Yeah, I would say with NFT Inspect when it first came out, we all got like super excited and a lot of us were like using it and um, I definitely got a cut up into it. I think I got the first round, I think I got up to like 70 and then the trolley over here changed the algorithm. I dropped to like 200 and then I got back on my grind and I got up to like 40 or something. And then it just got to the point where you have to like, I just don't have a falling yet to where I have like 15, 20, 30,000. So it got to the point where either I could just tweet out stuff that isn't that important or I could just, you know, go back to like chilling and tweeting out what I felt was like, you know, at least important for me. So I think I tweet like 40 times a day now and I'm like slowly dropping out of the top 100. Uh, but I think what's more important for people that care about their influence is this thing that they put us put on here that humbles us is influence rank. I think everyone who's like playing the game 
the real game that they should play is the influence rank game and try to get to number one there, which is going to be much more challenging than the NFT global reach uh, no, number one. I, I think it's all fun and games. I don't think there's anything too detrimental about it. You know, it's a it's you know the free market. Let people spend their time the way they want to spend their time. They want to spend their time on Twitter all day, every day. It is what it is. If some project believes because you're a top 100 NFT inspect uh, person that you should be their advisor, they'll live and they'll learn. I, um, I don't think anyone really cares too much when it comes to uh, that for projects. I think they, uh, some of them, I mean, I, I've talked to a couple of projects that have wasted, you know, 30,000, 40,000 on influencers, advisors, and they're still at ground zero. So it just, it just depends. I mean, you may try that so you understand how the markets work. You know, we've got no problem with, you know, people rising their inspect rankings. But, you know, how many times have we saw these influence pumper projects of 16 sol, 14 sol slow rugs, you know, and just in just bile, you know, just dump on people's heads on the exit liquidity. And it affects the, the newest people and, and the youngest people and the less clued up people coming into this market. And they instantly get burned by these guys. And we all know it goes on. And the inspect ranking is giving the influence, them influence to do that, in my opinion. And um, it's making, you know, people people use that ranking to see who to listen to, who to follow. And it, I think it should be put, put you know, it, more guardians of the space, more people that can be trusted to use that that that, that power for the force of good, you know, to help actually help people instead of just... And running man, just to play some devil's advocate me. there, there's also like the... the thing that I was very happy to see was the different roles and nominations for roles on NFT inspect, the analyst role, the uh, like other kind of pieces there, the thought leaders, those things were cool because it has to be a community vote. So I know Manny actually just shared it in the nifty discord, but like that's a tab I look at frequently and find a lot of pages that I've never interacted with before who have great takes and great conversation because other people in this space have nominated them. And it's, it's not based on ranking. It's purely community feedback. Yeah, I agree with that. That's yeah, that is a really good idea. Um, Could yeah, we add that. a pump and dump rank to the like badge? <laughs> this person does pump and dumps. Be about a thousand people on it, <laughs> And just honestly, like, I'm for it. I don't know how neutrality feels about it, but a P and D section may uh, may cause some chaos that I think the market. Well, yeah, like. you know, if we can balance it with like a proven negative impact ranking, right? Then maybe we might get some clarity on the old situation. Maybe you know, maybe that might lead to less of this in the space, and um, so that. Definitely a great idea that's just been raised. So I, I actually really like this idea in general. I mean, just to be completely transparent, we benefit zero from people like wasting their lives on Twitter. Um, and we certainly don't want to push people into rugs. We don't benefit from those at all. We're losing money. We're not making money right now. And so generally speaking, these, these are great ideas. Here's the rub. And, and I'd love to hear if anyone has ideas and we can also get other questions, but Generally speaking, we want to be neutral. Part of what is really beneficial about inspect rankings is what you're seeing is objective. It's actually not my opinion. It's not someone else's opinion. It's this is the data. And as a result, everyone plays on the same field. And there are a lot of questions like, is this a pump and dump? Is that person responsible for this? That maybe the community can develop a consensus on. But we run into this very dangerous territory of having to make certain judgments. And ultimately, I don't want to be the one responsible for those judgments. At best, I'd want the community to be responsible. 
And how can we do that in a way that's fair and neutral and also not, you know, bottable and, and gameable? Those are really hard questions. So and I love the idea, just pointing out that we haven't figured out exactly how to make that happen. The only reason just be, why it just, just before you the ends, um call quickly side that yeah, you you know, I haven't got a problem with NFT, NFT inspect. It's basically, you know, a platform. The same as Facebook, the same as Instagram, and people can use it for good or bad. There's bad content, there's good content, there's you know detrimental content on all of those spaces, and people can human beings can use it as a force for good or bad. I'd just like to see you balance it with yeah, this guy's got a great analyst. This guy has proven to pump a lot of projects that have gone to zero and you know pumped it at sixteen solid and used them as exit liquidity. So if you could find some way to do that, that'd be great. That's always yeah, tough too because that is an objective conversation here. And it does depend on like people's opinions, which is why I really like that like upvote process because it seemed like it was more community feedback driven versus anything else that could be skewed. It's tough to really call out like a, oh, this person P and D because at the same time we have so many massive projects that have inevitably gone so low, even though they seem legitimate back in November and December, which could fall into that category. So it's, it's more like in my opinion, because this is so community focused, there's value having the community determine some of that. And yeah, definitely that was kind of why I was a big fan. Yeah, definitely agree. Well, that's, how, that's how it should be done. We got a bunch of hands, though. Let's get to some of these first-time speakers up here. Tony, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Easy? Thanks for having me up. Hey, Running Man, you said a lot about a game um, and, um, you know, like you're getting no reward for it. I mean, isn't that really what games are, though? I mean, it's there for the dopamine hit. No, one and, of them um, said the opposite. Um, I said that the, the ops that the ops them associated with being all up on those rankings with our projects mint and and you know the ability to put a minic like markets and and you know, see, the, fr the, the free whitelist the free is 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 are, are some some pretty big prizes is everybody else on the stage from the influencer circle them saying that this is just a game with no prizes i see i see yeah i mean like the whole thing about inspect is it's a tool right and it's it's all both sides right you can either use it for good or you can use it for evil um i think you know not everybody on top of it is bad. There's a lot of good people that are on it. But yeah, I, I understand what you're saying about weeding out who's the good ones and who's the bad ones. Because at the end of the day, you want to be following the right people in the community. Uh, like I, the way I use Inspect is it's cool because it helps push me to kind of reach my global reach. So I try to see like how my tweets are reacting or how these things are. I also see other people in the community that are also like on the grind for that community that I like to follow. And I kind of just like keep tabs on because those might be the future of that, you know, specific project or at least community member wise. But I think that's more so like the topic is how do we make this Inspect better so that we can see the right people to follow right no and i think that's it's part of the process it's part of getting there it's part of moving towards it it's part of figuring out really what that end goal is and how we can progress towards that in a non-biased manner but i want to hit a couple of these other hands here ray what's going on hey so i think a lot of y'all need a wake-up call man when i got in we were following money we were making bags still to this day Running man, uh, easy, uh, shit. I don't even know none of y'all on the goddamn stage for making good plays, man. I see, uh, one lucky Tao, one lucky D guy, one lucky okay bear. Bro, I don't see none of y'all grinding, making plays on the daily, bro. Y'all worried about NFT and spec ranking, bro? Get your bags up. What are y'all doing? I love that Ray's been sitting on that, waiting to get his hand called just to light us up for it. Right, man. I know I know. we've had many conversations, but I'm right there with you. It just also seems like this shit is amplified times a thousand in the downtrend. 
because it's like nobody has any anything else going on. I put out a tweet today talking about it. Like this is the best time when people say like DYOR to actually just sit down for 10 minutes, 15 minutes and look into shit a little bit more. There's nothing else going on. Why not learn? And that's kind of the mindset that I've started to dive into myself. I want to pass it down to Zombie. Zombie, first time speaker on stage here. We've talked a bunch. What's going on? Yo, yo, what's up, guys? Uh, glad to be on. I always listen to your shows. Actually, a lot of the times, um, like, my fiance has it on, Princess has it on. So, like, I'm just listening to you talk from her phone. But I wanted to speak a little bit on the NFT and spec rankings and stuff like that. I think, like, there's another point that we're not looking at. There's, like, a perspective we're not looking at. Um, there's all these, like, fake promoters and fake, like, um, you know, like, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you followers, bots, whatever. At least what NFT Inspect does, and let's say you're a new project and you want to, or whatever, you're, you're, you're trying to get some traction. At least if you go and, like, work with someone off NFT Inspect, you know that they, ha they do have some sort of engagement. It's real. It's there. Because there's just a lot of, like, scammers just, you know, they're saying, okay, like, give me, I don't know, X amount of dollars that will give you followers and this and that. So I think it's a good tool for marketers, for new mar marketers to come in and maybe not get burned by, you know, using all these uh, all these other scammy um, bots, bot services, etc. So I wanted to throw that out there as a positive. Don't, don't you think a project should mint art based on its merits? And it's utility, and it's um, you know, it's actual, it's actual relevance, and you know, you you know, quality, basically, rather than trying to, you know, pump a mint, you know, by no, a guy I, who doesn't even understand the project. He's just, you know, basically, you're paying him to say that project is worthy of minting. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, no, no, absolutely, absolutely, you're right. It should be based on merit, but I'm just saying, at least if you if these people post it, the eyeballs are real. So think of it like when you're buying an ad on, uh, like advertising on on a TV station, right? At least versus buying an advertisement somewhere where someone's yelling but no one's hearing you. At least what I'm trying to say, at least the engagement is is real. Now whether or not that 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 project is good or bad, that's that's not what I'm saying. No, I think what Zombie's saying here too is like the number of DMs even I get from people who are like, I really like your tweets. Would you like free engagement? And it's always some exactly. bullshit project yeah, yeah, yeah. that's botted to hell. For me, that's, that's where there is opportunities for people to get put in touch with. I don't know if you want to say quality is always the right answer, but with people in the space who have true and authentic followings that can let you leverage some type of resource and conversation there. We got a ton of hands though, not a ton of time. I do want to pass it over to Shill and Villain. I'm wicked curious to hear his thoughts on the whole conversation today. Alex, what's going on? Hey, uh, yeah, I think NFT Inspect is kind of um, overplayed. It was cool for like a week, but then it became like, all right, uh, no one gives a fuck. I do think it's what I, okay, so here what I think is like kind of cool about it. Like this is the only part that I'm going to say is cool about this whole fucking thing is that it tracks engagement of NFT MFers. So like, you know, he, he said like if Elon Musk makes a tweet, it may not even get NFT um engagement because he doesn't have that or people that are following him does not have that app and so so i think they are targeting the the correct market with what they're doing but as far as like uh percentage of the leaderboard uh no fuck that shit and also uh fuck the uh other like influence you have like two different ranks out there I, I, these guys are bozos you know they create the algorithm but they don't even know how to use the algorithm so 
it's like one. It's like a. It's like a. What is it? A poor person telling you how to get rich, or a fat person telling you how to get in shape. That's kind of like the way I look at Nutri. I've given him tons of feedback on how to make it better. I think he just has me on mute or doesn't read my DMs. No, it is actually true. I've got Alex completely muted at this stage, and I've been trying to knock him down in the rankings. But easy, this comes back to this this idea of being neutral. Like you know, as much as I dislike Alex, I can't kick him off the board because it's the data. It sits there alone. Yeah, it's tough to tough to really knock down the data. It's also tougher to fade somebody who has 630-plus tweets a day. That usually helps uh, in the grand scheme of things, I'm sure. But, man, some of the numbers I've been seeing, we got a few people that are, like, cracking 100 now with 1,000-plus tweets a single day. I'm like, I'm just alarmed. Like, I'm concerned for their health. I hope everything's okay. I hope they can get away from the bird app. But, man, let's pass it around a little bit more here. Frisk, what's going on? I don't want to turn this into an echo chamber. It's influencer culture. We all know that at the end of the day, like that's what a lot of this is like contributing to love or to hate it. I agree. It's, it's, it's data. And I think that's, what's cool. Like the, the best part about this is that we get a chance to look and see um, like kind of like what's going on as far as the profile side of things. What's interested me about the whole thing is the way the projects have reacted to it. Like, you know, humans were competitive. We're going to, especially in this sort of like market, people are going to want to get like, the higher numbers. This is this is a numbers space. It always has been a numbers space. They want number to go up, and in that that goes for anything and everything. But like the amount of projects I've seen trying to like boast about it, uh, like oh we're numbered this on NFT Inspect or whatever, and using that to their advantage has been so so interesting to watch. And I think that was that was I, I don't want to call NFT Inspect an experiment because I think it's still like an ongoing product. Um, but that was the coolest thing to me, at least watching what like what comes out of it. Um, I do want to give some kudos to neutrality really quick though. Besides the actual NFT like collection and profile rankings, there is a really cool tool here, and I want to thank you personally for this, um, called Twitter NFT Search that you guys have on your platform. Uh, I used it two weeks ago because I was there was a Clonex that I was looking to buy. Uh, my girlfriend and I, we, we couldn't find who the owner was, but this tool actually helped us find the Twitter user through this, plot, through this tool, and we were able to contact them and get an OTC trade for it, um, and we literally wouldn't have had it happen without that, so thank you so much, man. Dude, that's awesome. Thanks so much. Hey, I, I do want to send the kudos, though. Oak, I think he's in the audience. He actually is the one that built that feature. That wasn't me. So uh, I'll have to have, get him to send you a DM. But so glad it was able to help you. Yeah, so screw you, Neutrality. Thanks for the dope tool that lets us use it, even though it wasn't your hand in it. But no, nah, I mean, there is good that it comes out of it. I, I like what Manny had said earlier, too. Like, when a new mint that's hot comes out, I use this tool a lot more to look at where and how frequently people are changing that PFP. Like that to me is a big factor because of the fact that everyone's on social media regardless. It's interesting for sure, kind of further beyond that. Uh, but let's pass it around here as well. We got a few more hands. Benny, what's going on? Then we're going to pass it over to Sweeper. Yeah, I wanted to address uh, the fact that we said the game is like with no outcome, like there's no like monetary value. Um, I disagree with that because if we look at people like Soul Hub and Angelino, they were able to create like their own discords and probably make a, a ton of money off that, um, you know, helping their communities or doing whatever for their communities in whatever way. And I think the people who have risen now, they've kind of taken like a different approach. I think they're making money. It's just like more so having like a show, you know, they're not like doing whitelists or any discord giveaways. I think there is monetary value. It's just like in a different form. Well, it's still like the idea of community has always been that central focus for NFTs. Like people are like, oh, I, I bought this for the community. I bought this for that aspect. We're seeing a lot of that now. You get a lot of the same faces, a lot of the frequent speakers. 
real quick. If you're a new speaker, raise your hand request. We love new voices, new takes. But it, that kind of crazy thing here, though, is like these communities are being created in a completely different manner now. Because all of us are kind of frequenting these spaces, Twitter group chats, back and forth reply guys, that in itself is becoming its own form of community, in my opinion, and starting to see more of this in a way that you don't have to be hyperactive in a Discord and messaging 24 hours a day, but you reply to three or four tweets in a day, and I promise you your favorite influencer is seeing that response. It's just how it works. Like No matter how big you are, you're going to see a lot of these responses, and I think that alone starts to form that kind of community aspect. You begin dialogue back and forth and communication, et cetera. So it's a little bit interesting dynamic. I'm curious to see how far it really stretches there. Sweeper, what's going on? Yeah, I think NFT Inspect really has taken off with like the smaller accounts with the bear market because in the bull market, a lot of the bigger accounts will be posting because they're getting you know money to post or they're getting whitelists, they're getting paid somehow. But now you can have a very small account, be like under a thousand followers and go to the top of NFT Inspect, go to like say, you know, top 200. And uh, I think it's a lot of bear market things, you know, uh, people are upset about some things or people are beefing on Twitter and it's just because we're all not making much money. I think Ray was talking about people need to get their bag up. I don't know what type of bag he's getting up right now, unless he's like leverage trading because I'm looking at this market. It's looking dire. You can't really make too much money. I was getting my bag up before, but right now, I mean, I just I cycled think- speakers too. Cause I know Ray's got a million and one trades, dude. He's been on stuff. He, uh, he let me know about this predictors thing today. That was a nice little 7X. Like, there's still wins to be had. And I got to give credit to Ray because that dude is on it. He's eating easy. He's eating yeah, that guy, man. He's a cook. Big time a cook. But it's like you can only deploy maybe a hundred, like five soul and get a 7X. It's hard to make, like, money right now. I think it needs to go to about 50,000 uh, volume for us to cook again. Or maybe that's just my level. Um, so I'm just doing what I can, you know. can do what you can with what you got. I got to re-add Ray here. I'm curious to hear his rebuttal to that. Ray, what's going on? Every day, y'all are just fucking looking at the wrong shit. Y'all are wasting your time. I only show up just to listen to Easy at this hour. I'll pop up at like 2 a.m. or some shit, and I see y'all. I'm like, I hop on stage. Y'all are simping. Like, bro, y'all are got y'all's heads up in the wrong shit. I wake up, make a play. I go to sleep, I make a play. Bro, it's easy peasy. Easy. <laughs> it was definitely easier in the bowl for everyone to kind of cook. I think there's still wins every day, though. Like hearing Running Man have a 20 soul day yesterday is still like the wildest thing to me. And then seeing in the Discord the man actually show the trades for a 20 soul banger of a day. On yesterday, we almost broke 30k volume. That is so beat. Like that is so down bad. And I was terrified to wake up today and see like 29k. Somehow we haven't breached that yet because once we do. I don't know how low it's going to go, and I'm terrified to even think about it. But let's hit a few of these other hands. JS, what's happening? So some feedback for neutrality. Um, you know, I think people are, like, getting a bit annoyed that, like, if you just constantly engagement farm, right, if you just tweet so much and you get ranked higher, what if part of the kind of uh, ranking mechanism is decided in, like, your average engagement per tweet rather than the number of engagement in your entire, like, all your tweets? That's a really interesting idea. I think you can actually filter by tweet frequency, so you can get a, a flavor of this and, and kind of uh, parse out the, the hyper posters. But uh, ultimately, the challenge is coming up with the right ratio. 
because just posting once a day and having a moderately good tweet is clearly not the same thing as posting a lot and getting really good engagement on that. Um, It's really hard to come up with these values. Ultimately, we'd like the community to be able to dictate them, but we're just not at that stage yet. Right. And I then think like of- much of Web3 here, this app is going to update and progress as times change. We got a lot of uncertainty. It's still net new. And like these conversations help that progression occur because you're actually hearing feedback from people who are using this every day. And somehow, some way, man, we've been uh, relatively not toxic. No one's told neutrality to pound sand just yet. So I'm proud I'm, of us. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, this has been incredible. You guys have been very supportive. I'm proud of us in the spare market too. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's always it's always a nice change of pace here when we're not at each other's necks despite the price going down. And Mark, what's going on? Then we'll pass it down to Zombie and up to Tony. Yo, what's up? First off, uh, I wanted to ask neutrality where he, uh, he keeps saying he wants to make things neutral and all that. Is that why your name's neutrality? Because I'm kind of wondering. Also, um, Running Man, you said... Uh, it's a game, competitive game that's not been monetized yet, but I think it is yet because I know some projects that are working on, you know, monetizing engagement farming. So I think in the nearest future, we may actually be seeing people being rewarded for ranking up in NFT inspect. Go ahead, Running Man. My apologies. I'll, I'll follow I was going to say, like, the opposite, basically. I mean, I've, I've, I've said earlier, like, there's big rewards. You know, for people with you know, we've got our engagement. You know, pro- projects pay them. Um, the manip- you know, the ability again to manipulate markets. I mean, while I've got this, the mic, I'll just say what I was going to say. Um, you know, I love Ray. You know, we, we, the the markets are really competitive. We're in a bear market. Um, to say there's no money to be made, um, there is money to be made, right? You know, we, we, but we're in the markets every day daily. Um, you know. These, you know, influencers I'm on Twitter daily, these motherfuckers are thirsty, man. You know what I mean? They try and jump in the markets. I'm going to get hurt, mate, when, when, you know, you've got guys like me and Ryan there. You know, we're just going to, like, out-trade them, like. Um, I mean, it always makes me funny to watch the 2021 influence because Alex and the new breed have changed the game. You know, I've got, I haven't got a problem with influencers. But, you know, I mean, I asked me why I unfollowed him, like, and the guy's, like, tweeting how his fucking family, you know, <laughs> treated, you know, like, and sleep with each other, you know what I mean? You know, we don't need to dive into the ice tweets you know what i mean you know so like this is a recorded space my man yeah it's okay man dude it's it's on the bird app too you can see the tweets but uh yeah i ain't got a problem with that man you know what i mean but like i'll I'll definitely recommend he 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 changes the way he he sends his engagement out for sure no it's uh it's always funny to talk about the way that some people have pivoted the engagement farming tactics uh some are a little bit more vulgar than others. I think there's certainly some ways that people can uh, take a swing, and I don't know if it's a, a home run shot there. It's usually a, a little a little sketchy, but hey, to each their own, I guess. I want to pass it down to a first-time speaker on the, on the stage here. Poya, what's going on? I'm not first-time speaker, bro. <laughs> but I haven't seen the PFP, bro. My bad. What's up? Jesus, it used to be a buddy boy, bro. Um, question for neutrality. Um, so... I don't quite understand how like this influence rank is like obtained and also how you like calculate your global reach percentages. Can you kind of dive into a little bit how you calculate that? Yeah, let me try to keep it short because Alex tells me I'm boring when I talk for longer than 30 seconds. The influence rank, we look at who follows who and we look at it like a graph. So uh, this is kind of how Google works. If the people who are, are followed by a lot of people and are very influential also follow you, that's a pretty good sign. If on the other hand, you're just followed by a bunch of bots, not a very good sign. 
And so it really is a question of like who's influencing the influencers is the way that we frame it. And that's how influence rank is calculated. The global reach, we look at who's showing up in people's feeds. We look at data from the extension and we extrapolate. It's not only for extension users. We actually estimate who's showing up in people's feeds across all of NFT Twitter. And, and that's what we're trying to estimate with that quantity. Nah, that was short and sweet. I think uh, pretty easy to digest there, so I'm not too mad about you not rambling on in that. Hopefully that answered the question. Let's hit a few of these other hands here. Tony, what's going on? Hey, thanks. Um, so two things. I mean, is the sentiment here partially that if you're not like giving people great alpha on what to buy, then you shouldn't be on inspect? Because part of my thinking is a lot of it is entertainment. Right now during this bear market, I think that's what we need in building the community together. I think the second thing about um, inspect is that a lot of these people hate on it because they're salty that they're not on it. That's just my take on it and that they're trying to go ahead and go up on the list and they can't. So then they're like, yeah, F this. I don't want it. I think it's a really good point about being entertaining. A lot of people really want to have something that's purely alpha focused. And the reality is NFTs are fun because people are not taking it completely seriously. Like I, everyone wants to make money. Everyone wants to invest well. But at the end of the day, we're going to spend a lot of time here and we should enjoy each other's company. I, I won't say the other thing that you said, but I, I might agree with it uh, under the table. That's what we like. Some neutral takes there, even though it was subtly agreed upon. We don't uh, we don't hate the little under under the table handshake, I guess. So we'll take it for what it is. Zombie, what's going on? We'll pass it to Benny. Yeah, just real quick. Another thing that like I feel NFT Inspect did is they got a lot more people, a lot of projects, or maybe even people um, to to hire other people to run their Twitter and to be engaging. So that's kind of like a trend that they started. And then another thing. I do notice when you tweet a lot, you you do jump like really quick. So maybe there could something could be implemented in that, where you know it's more like a, the quality of the tweet, the the tweet, not just the. The toughest the part of those zombie, I think, is that quality is subjective. Like if I look at something and I view it as a good tweet, I'm going to toss it a favorite. Whereas if Running Man looks at something right. and he thinks it's rubbish, he's not. He's going to ignore it. So, like, for me, that's probably the hardest part, and that's where I guess the engagement factor plays into it. How many likes, retweets, and views are you actually getting on the tweet? Right, but let, let me continue my, my point of view, though. It, the point of view is that if that becomes, like, a if it stays that strong of a factor, then it'll be a team. Like, I can hire five people. Okay, everybody fucking tweet something every 10 minutes, you know? And then it, it's going to get, like, really weirdly competitive. Like, the Minister NFT or, you know, once, once they hit, like, 500, 800,000 tweets a day. So, like, I mean, I'm more either. worried about those people's health than anything else because tweeting a thousand times a day, that's like, I, I don't want to call it impressive. It's almost alarming. Like, I'm concerned. But that's what I'm saying. But what if you hire a team of 10 people to tweet a thousand times a day combined just to take that number one spot? You get what I'm saying? For so sure. Like, for it sure. could be gamed in that way. Which is but if, you say, if you say there's no rewards based on number one spot and it's completely free, and then um, there's no no ops associated with this. How can you afford of to pay ten to ten people? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not saying rewards. no. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying you, you said it, but I've heard it on this stage a couple of times now. Um, so it just you know, it's the, the, the way the, the fact that you've just said you could employ ten people to get number one spot just gives you some sort of idea the the, the rewards associated with that number one spot, in my opinion. 
on the next AMA easy, I want to bring a team of ten people who are running a single account on, and then have an AMA, please. Honestly, I'm kind of for it. I would love to see just how they manage that. Uh, it'd be impressive. It runs with like call centers and things like that uh, because that's basically what it would be, but it'd be a tweet center. Get a bunch of people in a single room all on the same Twitter account and just spam the hell out of it. And let's see how effective it is. Let's see the response rate. It'd be delightful. Yeah, like you treat it as a business, you know, like in that sense. And then you try to interact with other people. I don't know. No one's really done it to that level yet. But we Well, there was an interesting thread yesterday I saw where they actually have a – a variety of businesses, and I use that term very loosely here, that just raid the hell out of giveaway posts to the point where they win 95% of them. And that to me was crazy because like, depending on where you're located, winning anything from that for just bothering the hell out of people on social media is just a crazy rate of return. And it wouldn't shock me though if there was more monetization directly linked to Twitter or something based on, the, I guess you could call it followers or whatever the number is, but there's not. So it almost is not incentivized to build a massive Twitter account because it's not like YouTube or these other social medias that give you a return based on viewership. Like right now, if you get a million retweets and somebody gets 10 retweets, you're not making more money off of that tweet. Yes, you may have opportunities presented to you, but the social media app is not paying you. So for me, that's like the tough part. Like YouTube views, you have view farms and everything else where people are literally watching those cycle. And I don't know if we'd get that situation just because there isn't a monetary aspect to it. But I want to pass it down to you, Lispo. What's going on and then up to Benny? Yo, uh, it's Lispo. Uh, I, I wanted to say that I think there's several reasons that I think uh, why uh, NFT Inspect is having some uh, backlash recently. Uh, first is people uh, confuse causation with correlation. Um, you know, some people, including some here in this uh, space, believe in astrology. So uh, the fact that we're now on the bear market and things got very bad uh, after um, uh, NFT Inspect appeared doesn't mean that it has been caused by NFT Inspect. If anything, I think NFT Inspect is a great tool and people already said here why, uh, but you know, for project discovery and also for projects to identify who are the uh, potentially good uh, advisors that they would like to have to help you know, get some uh, hears uh, to their projects. Um, so I, I think, you know, Running Man said something that projects should grow organically, you shouldn't require to hire, you know, influencers or advisors, but reality is that, you know, projects needs, needs you know, here's a nice to see them and, uh, you know, influencers will still be relevant. And the, the reason why, the second reason, probably the most important, why NFT Inspect is getting a lot of shit recently is because it has helped to identify who are the good influencers and who are the bloated ones. I guess before NFT Inspect, the only thing we had was like follower count. And there were all of these people with 100, 200,000 followers. And, and those were the ones that were probably gonna, were getting more attention. And now we can see that there's actually people with uh, considerably less followers and, and they're, they're getting much more heard. So um, I think, uh, you know, the old generation of uh, influencers are probably not very happy with the NFT Inspect. And that's why I think it's under the heat recently. No, I mean, I think there's a lot of factors why it's catching some heat right now. I think it's also just something that's going on in the market. And when the shit is dry as it is right now, no better way than to complain about something that's totally free, free to use, free to look at, and just complain. Like, it seems like that is the benefit right now. When the bags are going down, why not be more negative? It's a lovely time period. We know, You know we all love it. Benny, what's going on? Then we're going to pass it over to Poyo. 
Um, yeah, just to respond to what he just said, I think the the disagreement is uh, just fully in like, there's just a lot of toxic content. And I think that's a result of posting too much a day. And I don't think NFT inspect uh, did anything to encourage that, you know, like they just have a ranking system, but it's not like you see neutrality going around saying like, yo, who's first on NFT inspect? Like he doesn't care about that. He's building in the background. He wants to build a great tool for the community about social intelligence. Um, I think it's one thing I wanted to talk about also was uh, just some of the success stories that I think uh, has been caused because of NFT inspect. Like I see people like um, exotic or Michael Lee or even Emark. They now have like jobs running Twitter accounts. And I think that's something that's uh, pretty cool. No, I mean, I think the opportunities it presents are certainly there. It was actually funny. Manny did also just tag me in another post that said the analysts managed to use projects to bot their, uh, their referrals. So that might be something we want to figure out is how do we get quality referrals into some of these groupings? Because after I just took a look, I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is ugly. As I look through all the same PFPs in the top 10 for analysts and not a single one of them have posted a play, that's not really effective. Uh, but yeah, Poyo, what's going on? I'm sorry, neutrality. You have something there? I saw you come off mute real quick. No, you're totally right. we got to fix that. And it, it, part of it, it's a, lo- it's a growing process, a learning process. When you first launched those referrals, there were so many good smaller pages on that analyst and like thought leader pages. I found a ton of follows that I never would have followed or even realized existed that have just talked about some dope stuff. So like, shout out to you for the idea in general. But Poyo, what's going on? Um, yeah, just like a positive take from what Ulysses was saying um, and like the whole influencer thing. There's definitely a whole bunch of like old influencers who whose entire engagement was fabricated and projects are getting scammed with thousands of dollars thinking they're getting actual um, an ROI from what they're paying for. Um, so I think in that aspect, um, it's definitely a good thing. The only negative take is that I think people are so obsessed with their ranking now that I think we're going to see the quality of people's posts and tweets um, decreasing as a result of just trying to grind for um, an inspect rank. So I think it's there's so many accounts which I found like smaller followings who provide so much more information and all these um, w- way bigger accounts. But I think they're not they're not being seen purely because you know they're not high up on inspect, so they don't get that exposure. No, and that's something too that I even find myself trying to focus more on is just like the quality over quantity. Uh, It's like you can post some good stuff and there's still so much opportunity. There's a huge void for good posts just about even just conversation. Even if your take is horrendously wrong, I think there's value in just sharing that take on the market and what's going on versus just throwing up some garbage thing about a family reunion, you know? So aside from that though, I wanted to pass it over to Solstice. It's great to have you up here, Solstice. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Yeah, I just wanted to go quick. Um, my my take on it, um, you know, like a few other people said, I love the community aspect of it, especially like investing in new projects. It's just cool to see who's changing their profile pictures, you know, just market psychology that way. But like, we have people here, influencers, wannabe influencers, who are like basing their whole ego and like self value on what the the NFT inspect says their rank is. And that just it leads to this like cycle of them just tweeting nonstop and trying to just get the most engagement like under any Oh Solstice was on a tear there and he's getting rugged a little bit. Is he talking about Alex? Who's he talking about? I don't know. We can ask in a minute once he hopefully comes back. Solstice you got rugged a little bit there. Oh. Um. All right, it's a little bit better. We're getting there. 
what I was, what I said last. I don't know if they could keep going, but either way, yeah, it's just like their whole self worth is just based off of these rankings, and like it's a very strange thing to have like your value as a person just like in a number, like changing every day, and they're just like so attached to like keeping this, and like they'll tweet anything, they'll tweet, they'll fud your grandma, they'll fucking. They'll say contradicting statements all day. Like, it doesn't matter. They just want the engagement. Like, that's all they care about. Like, it's just, and it comes back to, like, the quantity over quality thing. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating. Like, I, I definitely feel like this is probably a, a pretty broad criticism of social media in general. Like, there are a lot of people who really make it their identity. And I think you're totally right. Like, it, it can be some really unhealthy behaviors that people adopt. And to some degree, uh, I see where you're drawing the connection between inspect and those behaviors because it, it's kind of like a singular uh, thing to point at uh, where you're, we're kind of seeing that. You know, generally speaking, I hate that. I don't want people to, to be basing their entire focus and I don't want to be making and breaking people's day. But I generally believe that the benefit that everyone else gets from the information that's presented is probably you know weighing pretty heavily against the very small minority of people for whom this is a like a major problem and you know i'd love to reach out and help people where where i can because i I think that's an awful situation to be in but overall it's kind of it it's it comes to the territory of social media at a certain level rather than something auxiliary to twitter i mean neutrality auditory resources um i mean Essentially, tweeting a thousand tweets a day about nothing or, you know, random, you know, flooding people's, you know, mom, um, is essentially a thousand tweets a day is botting NXT Inspect, basically, without actually botting it, in my opinion. I mean, uh, you know, I think there's two things, really, um, to consider is the market needs to mature and go back to actually listening to what people, what, reading what people are tweeting and choosing who to, who to follow, basically, in terms of, you know, content. Because, you know, everybody can tell what's, you know, spam and what isn't. And also as well, if you look at other social media platforms, which essentially, you know, have, you know, have influencers on, such as Facebook, they have got like fake news and propaganda sort of, you know, in place to stop, you know, mass botting and, and you know, proper propaganda, you know, on the extreme views, etc. And I think that's something you could probably look at as well. Well, I, I don't know if people know this, but this is actually my job. I used to work at Facebook. My, my job was actually in their integrity group to, to fight, in particular, some of this harmful content. So I'm very familiar with both the problem itself and some of the methods. But what people need to realize is Inspect doesn't control Twitter. And a lot of what you're seeing is not an artifact of just this number. It's ultimately this dopamine hit that you get from this notification that shows up in your app. And you know, people really do respond to that. I think it can be very toxic, and I, I yeah. want to acknowledge that. Twitter but. can control what's on their neutrality, but when people are looking at right. your sites for information, then you control that information that's being shown on your site, which is something you can control. In my I, I can, but like, like, there's a difference of like of me just tweeting, having followers, engaging with them, them saying like, "Oh, yeah, that was awesome when this happened," or like giving me that feedback, like just feeling that like that's all natural but like looking at this chart and being like i'm number one and then like oh the next day i'm number three like oh i better fucking do something about that like it's just really fucking weird like fucking weird totally agree with this solstice like i think it is is weird but uh running man just responding to you briefly 
What Inspect is showing is just what's happening on Twitter. We don't have a ranking or algorithm. Now, you might be arguing, hey, we should place more editorial control over the ranking. And I think the challenge there is what should we do, you know, and how do we remain neutral? Um, I, and, you know, if people have ideas on, on what that needs to look like, I am definitely all ears. It's a very hard problem. I think if anyone wants to shoot some ideas, I'll, I'll point out the ways that it's more difficult than you might be imagining. Um, so totally want to acknowledge the problems that are nascent here. I think there is a contribution that Inspect has in making that ranking visible. And, and I don't want to kind of dismiss that out of hand. But at the end of the day, this is a problem that we have very limited control over in part because we don't control the platform. All we're doing is giving information to people. And we think that is a good in general. And you've heard a lot of good from, from people who have spoken before. There was this Black Mirror episode where like they had like these rankings on their phones. Like they would meet people and they'd have like social rankings and like I don't know, it just reminds me of that. Like I love you that you called that out, bro. Because I, I know the exact episode. The woman in the episode ends up going to shit because she just keeps messing up and it just ruins her life because the social score is zero. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up, man. I don't know. Oh, it's wild. And that's obviously that's not where we're trying to go with this. I think there's still good and bad, and I think longer term inspect will figure out the best path forward to actually make it engaging and data-driven more than it already is so it's more just like i think the space is just young man but i want to pass it down to sweeper real quick we got about 10 minutes left here i want to hit the rest of these hands sweeper what's going on yeah i think um what i'm hearing from solstice and i think i tweeted about he tweeted about this a couple times is that people aren't like giving alpha on twitter anymore and not like pumping projects speak for yourself okay that's what i uh, are you giving alpha on twitter Bro, I had a fire thread today about the market. Yesterday, my entire no, dust okay. breakdown. What's up? Specific project. Sorry. Sweet pal, I'm, I'm, tweet, I'm tweeting out 10x's like them fucking raining confetti, bro. All right, let's super finish. Let's super finish. <laughs> I'm curious to hear what you got. So, in the past, people would pump, would start tweeting out like specific projects. So, I think this will do, like, you know, I swapped 20 of these and, you know, I think they'll do well. And then they would pump. And nowadays, people have stopped doing that because, you know, first off, bear market and we've had too many pump and dumps where influencers would you know put out tweets about projects be super supportive and then once they were able to dump they got out so i'm curious are, do, you, do you think we need to provide more alpha on twitter because that's what i you know i saw your tweet or do you think um we should give more like you know educational answers because if you're gonna keep on giving alpha especially in a bear market, they're all going to sell off, right? You're going to lose people money. That's the problem. And I mean, uh, I think it's more just, I think a lot of this is like, even after the fact, there's opportunities to share value, make a trade, whether it's positive or negative and share what you learned from it. Like that's the bigger thing here is like people want help with education and learning from people that they feel have been in the space longer and used more things. So there's opportunities on ways that you can structure alpha without pumping or dumping a project. And making it transparent is like an educational piece. Solstice, that's how you came off mute. What's going on? Yeah, just a real touch, touch quick on that. Because, like, okay. So, you know, there's a few people who kind of ruined it. I mean, yeah, they'll dump some shit, and that sucks. But, like, as a... I like to call them... I don't know. I love pumping. Like, I've tried so many different methods. Like, I just fucking love pumping projects. And, like, I do think it's important for the space. And you, the best way is to, yeah, you, you want to have reasons. Like, you want to have reasons why you're bullish. Like why you like it you don't want to just aimlessly pump random shit and like for no reason 
And, you know, it's important to have like a thesis, like a basic thesis of why you invested and people should know that. And I think, I honestly do think there's more opportunity in the space for people to share that thesis. Like the why is the big piece here. And I keep finding myself circling back to that, explaining that why, why'd you exit a play? Why'd you take a loss? Why'd you exit for profit? Why'd you buy in in the first place? That's value in itself. And I think there needs to be more of that in the space instead of just, yeah, this project's going to fucking rip. Let's ape, let's go. This is the one, you know, like there's proper ways to structure some of that messaging. And don't get me wrong, man. In the bull, when you're seeing those people scream and yell that this thing's going to just rip, I love it. Like your blood gets going. You're the Kool-Aid man running through the wall. It's dope. But in a bear, it's like, it's almost like the more educational stuff and the why is what provides that value. and makes people interested. But I want to pass it over to Tony. Then we're going to hit Zombie, Stallion, Manny, Paladin, and Rap. Tony, what's going on? Thanks, Easy. Uh, Neutrality, I think one way that you can help, um, you know, your whole algorithm is allow people to vote on people. If we can vote people down or vote people up, um, I think that would be cooler. Also taking off all these giveaway accounts because that way, you know, I mean, I swear all these giveaways are like straight scams. But I mean, that's just my take. I think there's a, I think there is a place for giveaways though, in my opinion. I'm not a fan of doing them personally, never done one, but I think there is opportunities from like a marketing standpoint where that yeah, does like drive traction. While, but not like your whole profile, you know, like every single day, every post, you know, like for sure. I guess the other benefit of that though is you don't have to like you can mute them, unfollow them, et cetera. And the thing is like there's so many people who do like to participate in those. At the end of the day, it is an engagement hack, I guess you could say. It's not really organic engagement because like I was talking about earlier, there's entire businesses that just bought the hell out of those and chased the return on it. It's wild to think about. But I want to pass it up to Stallion, then Zombie, then Manny. Then I did see you Lispo, and then we'll hit Paladin. Stallion, what's going on? Hey, Easy. With tools like NFT Inspect and Hello Moon, wanted to ask this broadly to the speakers. How are you guys using these tools to inform your trading? Yeah, so I mean the big thing that I use for Inspect is that like PFP change. Seeing, I, I talk about it all, like almost daily. I feel like I'm just beating a dead horse at this point. It's like the social sentiment is so big and even more prominent in a bear because it's what you're seeing. We're spending more time on Twitter and less time looking at charts and finding volume and looking for trades. And because of that, when a project launches and you get massive overhaul of these PFPs, that's a, that's, it's a psychological play in my opinion. You see more of it, makes you feel you want to learn more about it, makes you want to get in the community. And as you continue to iterate that same PFP that you're seeing over and over and over, it doesn't just become a brand, but you also start to value that community thinking that there's more legs to it. And when you start to see that trend where say something like a previous project that had launched, uh, we'll, we'll throw Just Apes out there. Just Apes launches, ton of people change their PFP to it. Then all of a sudden you have OK Bears launch and all these apes are changing it to OK Bears. The way I trade off of that is I'm now, if I'm holding apes, getting out as quickly as possible and trying to get into bears before the inevitable run-up because all these people are now piling into that ecosystem. So I think from that standpoint, there's a lot of valuable things that you can look for data-wise and make action on, but there's still an opportunity to also completely ignore the social sentiment and just play volume. For me, though, I kind of use the two in combination. And Stalin, I hope that answered your question there. I'll take it as a yes. Let's pass it over to Manny. Manny, what's going on? Yeah, there was... Um... Man, there's a couple of things that I wanted to say. Like one, the biggest life hack I think you can do is go to the top of Twitter and then switch it to instead of um, the normal feed to just switch it to see latest tweets instead. And then that will just kind of get you out of whatever echo chamber that you think you're in. I think that was like one of the biggest things. And then, yeah, man, just 
bullish on like the thing that you created. I think it's pretty entertaining and like you gave us something to talk about and that was really it. Zombie, what's going on? Yeah, so again, like um I love the tool, the NFT inspect tool. And we have to look at it as just the tool. Just like Google, you you search for something, the first thing that pops up might be an ad, might not be an ad. So same thing, like if you're looking at NFT inspect, like you got to know how to use the tool properly to then give you the information that you're looking for. If you're just looking at number one and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to, let's say, work with this guy. Well, that's not good. Maybe, you know, you look past the top 50, you look, you know, in the, in the bottom 50, like you look, you know, 50 to 100 and you find someone that has 5,000 followers is tweeting like, I don't know, 20 times a day, but it's still in the top like 100. And you're like, hmm, maybe I should work with this guy. Let's just say if you're like, someone looking to hire uh, someone for marketing, you know, or like all the other tools and filters that they have. So I think if you use the tool properly, you're going to, you're going to benefit a lot more than just looking at numbers like number one, number two, face value. That's all I got to say. And the tool is great. No, and I do like that you kind of called out other ways that people could kind of analyze some things and find some value from it. I want to pass it down to you, Lispo, and then wrap it up with Paladin here. Lispo, what's going on? Hey, um, yeah, I kind of, I, I don't agree with what Solstice said. I, I, I don't think that there's more toxicity in the space because of uh, NFT inspect. I think, if anything, we have a tool now that can help us uh, separate who are the bought influencers than who are the ones that actually generate more engagement. So in a way, I think it's a plus. And the toxicity, you know, the bear market, uh, the bags are dumping and people like get hangry and, and that's what's happening. So that's my final take. No, bro, I completely agree. The hangriness and the bags dropping never helps social sentiment. And it definitely doesn't help people who are actively trading and still rocking here because I know I'm not the only one looking at a red portfolio. What's going on though, Paladin? Do the... Whoever is pressed about some number on a screen, whoever is more popular than someone else, you should go outside, just close your monitor, turn it off, go take a walk. Once you go outside, that number doesn't matter. If you think that number makes people money, you're very, very wrong. I went through the top 50 people on NFT Inspect, only the Solana people. And all those people are, what are they? They're broke. They don't make money. NFT Inspect is a great tool to see. For example, they have an upcoming Mints tab and we see Satori NFT and we can see that 50 influencers are talking about it. Now I can use that knowledge to do my due diligence and consider if that project is good or not. That doesn't necessarily mean that the project is good, but it means that people talk about it. Now, if you want a tool, which is a fucking foolproof moneymaker, you should get a Tayo Robotics and join the voice chat because we make a lot of fucking money. <laughs> I love the Tayo shell slipped in there. 99% of the time, it's Manny doing that. I respect it, Paladin. I'm fucking dying. That was gold. Solstice, wrap it up for us. What's going on? All right. Just wanted to cover one more thing. Um, so, yeah, part of it, you know, maybe it's just the bear market vibes and I have to accept that. But, you know, there's always room for something to pump. And there's an issue right now where... A lot of the top and OG influencers, like, they're just afraid to even talk about a project anymore because no matter what, people are going to say, oh, you're dumping. Oh, the price went down later. Like, they'll call it out again. Like, and it's just ridiculous. We used to have, like, chain reactions of, like, everyone getting excited and talking about shit. And that's why it would moon, like, 20 fucking X. And, like, now it's just nothing. Like, I, 
No, I get what you mean on that too. It's a different tone right now. It's definitely different from what we were enjoying back in October, November, December. Running man, what's happening though? Wrap yeah, it up I'll here. Just, we got 30 seconds. I think what it comes down to is market maturity. And I think um, if neutrality can't you know, show it in a way that's going to um, reflect, you know, because tweet, tweeting a thousand tweets a day is botted engagement, in my opinion. Nobody's got 20,000 uh, things to say in one day. So that, that is botted engagement, and people are manipulating this tool. Maybe education around actually using the tool in the best possible way, trading and actually making your boys, you know, related to that tool in either video form or content form and probably be the way forward for them, in my opinion. I like that you kind of hit that the nail on the head here to wrap it up. I think there's market maturity going on. I think we're going to see a lot of changes across the board. Honestly, man, if the market keeps trending the way it is, I don't even know if we're going to see a lot of the same faces on Twitter next cycle. Shout out all the people still rocking here. Shout out all the people still trying to figure it out. Shout out all the people still making money in the bear. We'll be back again tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Shout out all the speakers. Toss them a follow. Thanks for rocking with Solana Made Easy, and we'll catch you all tomorrow.